1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now 25 degrees. We're learning more about the Chinese balloon. We have the story. Tetchewick County Sheriff says fentanyl has taken over the drug trade. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Colder high pressure is building in from the west here this morning. That will keep temperatures running a little bit lower today, but a warm-up is in store this weekend. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes. We're learning that the Chinese spy balloon shot down over the Atlantic last weekend was constructed with parts that were not made in China. Fox's Aisha Hasney has details from Capitol Hill. Fox has learned China's spy balloon had Western-made parts with English words on them, raising new concerns about who and from which Western nation sold them to China. A senior State Department official has only gone so far as to say the manufacturer has a direct relationship with China's military, adding that the spy craft had multiple antennas to collect and geolocate communications and solar panels large enough to power intelligence collection centers. The House unanimously passed a resolution Thursday to condemn China for violating U.S. sovereignty with a spy balloon. Sedgwick County Sheriff Jeff Easter tells KNSS News fentanyl has taken over the drug trade in the county and across the United States, coming across the border from Mexico. It is a horrible, horrible drug. You can buy it for $8 a pill, so it's very cheap, and it's, uh, you can be addicted to it right away. It's so horrible is, is it, first off, it's man-made, but fentanyl is something that um, suppresses your respiratory system. So they, what they actually use fentanyl for is to help put you to sleep when you're getting a major surgery. Sheriff Easter, our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock here on KNSS. The Kansas Senate has confirmed the appointment of Tony Mativi as director of the Kansas Bureau of Investigation. He takes over for Kirk Thompson, who retired in December. Attorney General Chris Kobach nominated Mativi January 9th, citing his decades of experience working with law enforcement to put away some of the nation's most violent and dangerous offenders. Director Mativi served as a federal prosecutor for over 20 years. A Kansas man who pleaded no contest in the stabbing death of his uncle in August of 2021 has been sentenced. 34-year-old Douglas McGathy will spend more than 15 years in prison, sentence handed down yesterday. In August of 2021, Sedgwick County Sheriff's deputies found Kelly Joe Ralph, McGathy's uncle, in a driveway in the 5600 block of South 143rd Street East with multiple stab wounds after a fight broke out between the two over a gun deal. Ralph was hospitalized and he was later pronounced dead. A water rebate is available to Wichita residents who conserved water in January. $100,000 was approved for the water conservation rebate program. Mayor Brandon Whipple says 84 devices have been approved, but around $94,000 remains to be handed out. Folks who went by a water-safe appliance or, or water conservation-approved appliance uh, in anticipation of getting this rebate, uh, if they didn't get the rebate because they fell into that small uh, gap, uh, to be able to uh, retroactivate those rebates for folks. You can apply for a water conservation rebate uh, form online at wichita.gov. 
President Biden speaking in Florida yesterday, pledging again to defend Medicare and Social Security against any cuts. The president added to the back and forth with the GOP started during the State of the Union. He was complimentary to new House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. The Speaker of the House has been reasonable in terms of discussions with me so far. But the president says the truth will come when spending plans are submitted in just weeks. Lay out our budgets. You put yours down, I'll put mine down. And our people sit and compare them. The president says he won't cut Social Security and... I'm going to extend the Medicare trust fund for at least two decades. He wants to see if GOP budget writers stick with a plan for big cuts. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNS has news time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. We are two days away from the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. We'll hear from quarterback Patrick Mahomes coming up in a few minutes in sports. And we're going to pay a lot more this year at home on Super Bowl Sunday. That story... And more coming up on the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted, 7.08 now. Eight minutes past 7 o'clock. Burt Bacharach has died at the age of 94. The gifted and popular composer delighted millions with unforgettable melodies. Walk on by. Do you know the way to San Jose? Dozens of other hits. The Grammy, Oscar, and Tony winning Bacharach. Died Wednesday at his home in Los Angeles of natural causes. He had a run of top 10 hits from the 1950s into the 21st century. And, of course, Ted will have more on this story coming up in the blur in the 8 o'clock hour on KNSS. Four days after a catastrophic earthquake killed more than 20,000 people, the possibility of finding more survivors is rapidly shrinking. It was a 7.8 magnitude earthquake. It hit the border region between Turkey and Syria, which is home to more than 13.5 million people. That quake was early Monday morning. With morgues and cemeteries overwhelmed, bodies lay wrapped in blankets, rugs, and tarps in the streets of some cities. Temperatures remain below freezing across the large region. Many people have no place to shelter. A 14-year-old girl takes her own life after months of bullying and the posting of a video of her being beaten up in school. Her family says the video of a group of girls beating her in a school hallway was the last straw. Adriana Kush was found dead at her home. Her father, Michael Kush, telling Fox Digital there were other videos of her being taunted and threatened also posted online. He claims his complaints to school administrators fell on deaf ears, so now he says he's suing. No comment. From Berkeley Township, New Jersey's Central Regional High School, Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. You're going to pay a lot more this year at home on Super Bowl Sunday. Super Bowl parties can expect to be sacked on food and beverage prices this Sunday, with overall food inflation up almost 12% for at-home food, including chips, burgers, and pizza, fruit and veggie trays, and the price of beer, also up 11% from last year, according to a Wells Fargo Super Bowl food report. The good news, one of the most popular Super Bowl staples, chicken wings, will cost us 22% less, according to the USDA, from last January, thanks in part to ramped-up supplies. Though still all a deal when you consider that inside State Farm Stadium in Glendale, a beer and hot dog will cost you about 30 bucks. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Okay, did you know that eating less could help you live longer? Well, that is a claim from a new study out of Columbia University. Experts there are saying slashing calorie intake slows the aging process and reduces the risk of an early death. Columbia U researchers looking at age-related damage on the DNA of participants after telling them to go on a diet for two years and eat 25% fewer calories than normal. 
They found that people who cut the calories were in better shape than a separate group that just scarfed down whatever they wanted. Sue Guzman, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 711, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Stalled out vehicle, watch out uh, northbound, I-235 north of Kellogg. We also have one stalled out on the ramp from uh, eastbound Kellogg to southbound I-235. Those traffic volumes are starting to pick up a bit, though. So uh, watch out for, again, those two things out there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. And now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. I'm I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. You you caught me right in the middle of a yawn right there. It, but it's 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 Friday. It's all right. It's not Monday. Not to confuse everybody. I'm, I think I'm sure next. we all have that Friday feeling. You're just resting up for the Super Bowl. Huh. Exactly. And you know what? I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to stay up for it. Are you guys going to watch it? Because, you know, we, we work, you know, just early, early, early shifts. Yeah, I'm surprised you stay up for this show, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised too, Steve. Good I'm to have you with us. It's okay. Do you guys have your uh, red on? Yes. Ted does. Okay. <laughs> I've got my blue on. <laughs> It's okay. Support the Royals. Either way, we're Kansas on the City, right? Yeah, we're on the radio. We're both wearing blue today. I, 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 yeah, yes. We we rarely dress appropriately in any case. So there you go. Well, it sounds like you guys are fans of the sky because we're going to see a lot of that today. Hey, a yeah. lot of blue. It's going to be a pretty nice day, a, a pretty nice start to our weekend out there. Uh, it is going to be uh, chilly, though, so just make sure that you, uh, have, you uh, have that jacket ready to go. We're only going to get up to uh, around 44 degrees, partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies. A northerly breeze should remain tame and light at 8 to 18 miles an hour. Mostly clear tonight with a low of 18. Mostly sunny, a bit breezy out of the south at 10 to 20 miles an hour tomorrow. And then once we get to Sunday, anybody traveling locally, maybe wanting to watch that big game with family, friends, weather worries, uh, barely any, honestly. It's just going to be uh, uh, gusty out there. So as long as you can deal with some wind, a uh, high temperature of 61 degrees going to be very, very pleasant out there. We'll continue to keep some of that warmth in the, in the forecast into next week with highs in the 50s. And I'm also expecting some active weather next week. So we stay dry this weekend. 20% chance of rain, 40% chance of rain by Tuesday, and then uh, 10% chance by the time we get to Wednesday. And once we get to Thursday, it's going to turn colder as we go from the 50s down into the 30s. And there may be some moisture around. So because it's going to be pretty chilly out there, we may also see some snow, maybe a few uh, raindrops mixed in at times. Drier by the time we get into Friday, but still chilly. Right now we're at 24 degrees with a, a partly cloudy to mostly clear sky. A north breeze at 15 miles an hour, making that feels like temperature, that wind chill, uh, bringing that down to 11 degrees. So chilly start, but also uh, fairly quiet out there. All right. And who are you uh, Who are you favoring in the big game then? Are you going for the Eagles or the Chiefs? Well, I got my red shirt and red tie on, so I'll, I'll let that speak for itself. All right. All right. Red. Nice. Yeah, very good. Thank you, Ronell. <laughs> Appreciate it. You're we'll welcome. Check with you again on Monday morning here. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 714 now here on this Friday morning, February 10th. And uh, let's see, yesterday's high. Let me look here real quick. Oh, yesterday's high was 52. Yeah. Normal high, 47. Not bad. A little breezy out there. On this date in 1982, Bismarck, North Dakota, experienced its 45th consecutive day of sub-zero low temperatures. Mm. 
which tied a record that ended on the same date in 1937. Cold time in Bismarck, North Dakota. Well, that's way up there. That's what you, know. you get when you live in Bismarck. You live in Bismarck, yep. you, can, you, take what, you know, take what comes. On this date in 1959, a major tornado tore through the St. Louis area. It killed 21 people, caused heavy damage. St. Louis, not known for tornadoes, but I think there have been a couple through there over the years. Political commentator, talk radio host, Glenn Beck, having a birthday today. Comes on the air right after us. He's 59 years old. He's on 11 to 2 here uh, on, no, not 11 to 2. I'm, I'm sorry. I got 9 to 11, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Glenn, is, uh, he's, he's got a special guest this morning. Somebody from Kansas. On his birthday. Former U.S. Secretary of State and Senator from Kansas, Mike Pompeo, is going to be on with him. Well, representative, representative from Kansas. Representative from Kansas, yeah. Uh, but Mike's going to be on there, and, uh, you know, we've had him on our show a few mm-hmm. times, so there you go. Well, that'll be good radio. Glenn Beck, coming up at 9 this morning, seven sixteen. So he's having a birthday. He's 59 years old today. My granddaughter, Evan, is having a birthday, turning 19. Oh, my. Um, she, we, had, uh, we have seven grandchildren. We had three boys born, and then she was the first girl, and now we've got four girls. Now so. the, the girls are taking she, over. Uh, yeah, I think, if I recall, born in California when, when Scott was out there in, uh, stationed in Monterey. And she's lived overseas, lived in Florida. She lived in, uh, yeah, she's been all over the place. Lived in Germany for a few years. So she came back here, and they moved to Derby, Kansas. And she was kind of, whoa, what's this all about? But, uh, great kid. Uh, fantastic gymnast when she was little. And she played a little soccer, but she was, oh, what a gymnast she was when she was just a kid. And now she's a recording artist, lives up in Chicago, and she's made some music. So Evan is having a birthday. She's today. already had an amazing yeah. spirit life experience. She's only 19. Yeah. She's, she's going. She's going for it. Seven uh, Coming up at 718 now with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It is uh, sports time with Ted Woodward. And as I understand it, Ted, there's a, a, an important football game this weekend, right? Well, the... National Football League season will come to an end on Sunday in Super Bowl 57. We're just two days out from the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Philadelphia Eagles in Glendale, Arizona for this one. And it's got some interesting storylines. Both teams have the exact same record, 16-3 and on the season. It's, uh, you've also got uh, Kelsey versus Kelsey as two brothers are facing off and squaring off against each other in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl for the first time ever. Of course, the Chiefs have their... Tight end, Travis Kelsey. The starting center for the Eagles is his brother, Jason Kelsey. FanDuel thinks it's going to be a close game. Have the Chiefs as a a one-and-a-half-point underdog going into this one. And, of course, a little extra for this one as well. Last night, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes was named the most valuable player in the National Football League, and the voting wasn't even close. He got 48 of the 50 votes for Mm. MVP. Yeah. So uh, Patrick Mahomes adding to his legacy. Keep following your dreams no matter what anyone says. Um, no one thought I was going to be a professional football player. I had people telling me to focus on baseball and not, not play football, and I followed my dream, and I'm sitting here today, so follow your dreams. That dream now includes winning another Super Bowl. He's already won one. He's 27 years old, looking for multiple rings. Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid is going up against his former team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. This is the first time in NFL history two black starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. And, of course, the Chiefs are in the game for the third time in the last four years. So it's a, it's a golden age for the Chiefs. A lot of sidebars today. Yep, a lot a of lot interesting storylines yeah. to see how they play out on Sunday. Here's your coverage roundup. 
We will have live coverage of the game from the National Radio Network, and that is a kickoff at 5.30 p.m. on Sunday, right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We will have coverage on the Chiefs Radio Network with Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Chiefs, for the pregame and postgame shows from the Chiefs Network before and after the game. Pregame coverage begins at 3 o'clock here on KNSS on Sunday afternoon, once again at 5.30 p.m. kickoff on Sunday for the Super Bowl, the Chiefs and the Eagles. We've got college men's basketball this weekend. KU and K-State are both on the road, both taking on the uh, bottom two teams in the conference this weekend. 11th-ranked Kansas State will go down to Lubbock and take on the last-place Texas Tech Red Raiders. That'll tip off at 6 o'clock tomorrow evening. 8th-ranked Kansas is on the road at Oklahoma. And live coverage of the Jayhawks begins at 10.30 tomorrow morning for a noon tip-off. You can listen to the Jayhawks on 98.7, I'm sorry, on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Both KU and K-State right now are just a game out of first place in the Big 12, tied for second place going into those road games tomorrow. The Wichita State men don't play till Super Bowl Sunday. The Shockers host SMU at Coke Arena as the Shockers are trying to snap three straight losses at home. There's only three home games remaining. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl will begin their pregame coverage at 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon. The game will tip off at 3 o'clock Sunday at Coke Arena. Listen to the Shockers live on 103.7 KEYN. SMU has lost 10 of its last 11 road games. The Shockers would love to get the season sweep over the Mustangs. Juco men's basketball in El Dorado tomorrow afternoon. It's 16th-ranked Butler Community College hosting Cloud County. Butler Grizzlies are going for their 20th win of the season. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of Butler basketball beginning at 345 tomorrow afternoon. And that game is right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. The Wichita State women's basketball team is on the road Sunday visiting the third-place team in the conference, East Carolina. Steve Strain will have coverage of the Shocker ladies beginning at 1245 Sunday afternoon. That's right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And a big Shocker basketball birthday today. I mean big. The big seven-footer, Garrett Stutz, is 33 today. Of course, Garrett came to the Shockers out of the Kansas City area and... He was a pretty big presence in the paint, man. Yeah, that guy in the middle there. Led the Shockers to the NIT championship his junior year, and then he was on an NCAA tournament team his senior year. Yeah. The seven-footer, Garrett Stutz, former Shocker basketball star. It's his birthday. He's 33 today. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. About an hour from now. Yeah, less than an hour from now at 810 this morning. Our live Friday visit with Mitch Holtis, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll touch base with... Mitch in Arizona, just two days before the Super Bowl. Should be a fun conversation. Make sure you're here at 810 this morning for that. 722 now. Keep it here for House Call for Health. Working from home and foot pain. Oh. Yes, there is a connection. Oh. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> most of the time, I just sit around. There you go. House Call for Health coming up. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Even Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 730 on this Friday, Super Bowl Friday, and at 25 degrees. A Kansas man who pleaded no contest to the August 2021 stabbing death of his uncle has been sentenced. 34-year-old Douglas McGathy will spend just over 15 years in prison in the sentence handed down Thursday in August of 2021. Sedgwick County Sheriff's deputies found Kelly Joe Ralph, McGathy's uncle, in a driveway in the 5600 block of South 143rd Street East 
with multiple stab wounds after a fight broke out between the two over a gun deal. Ralph was taken to a hospital where he was later pronounced dead. Sheriff Jeff Easter tells KNSS News fentanyl has taken over the drug trade in Sedgwick County and across the United States, coming across the border from Mexico. He says his deputies are now equipped with Narcan to deal with fentanyl overdoses. That stuff's pretty amazing, uh, and the reason I say that is, is, is folks are literally dead, uh, and you administer the Narcan, uh, and they wake back up, and then there's no really lasting side effects. They still have to go to the hospital because they can relapse. But here's what I will tell you. The, the misnomer is, is that one thing of Narcan uh, can resolve the issue. We've administered five doses before uh, it even took effect. Sheriff Easters, our guest this weekend on Issues 2023, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock on KNSS. Closing arguments were made Thursday in a debate over the death penalty in Kansas. Sedgwick County District Attorney Mark Bennett objected to the premise of the hearing, saying that it should be left up to the legislature or the state Supreme Court. Cassandra Stubbs with the ACLU Capital Punishment Project contends that it's impossible to get fair and impartial juries in capital murder cases in Kansas, saying jury selection can be racially biased. Whether that's achieved through a court ruling, um, I understand there's a bill in the legislature to to end capital punishment. However that is achieved, I think what we've shown here is that death qualification is an unconstitutional process. The hearing was part of a pretrial, pretrial motions for Kyle Young, who's set to go to trial on capital murder charges later this fall. The judge is expected to issue a written opinion before the jury selection for that trial begins. Four members of a family in Louisiana are dead in what appears to be a murder-suicide. Authorities say a man, woman, a 20-year-old man, and a 14-year-old boy were found shot to death in a house in suburban New Orleans. While their names have not been released, their relations have. The 20-year-old and the teenager were brothers, while the two adults were their parents. Someone inside the house called 911. Deputies found the bodies as well as notes along with weapons that indicate it was some type of murder-suicide. The investigation is ongoing. Tom Rigotti, Fox News. And on the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. We are clear, breezy, and cold here early on. It's going to be sunny throughout today with temperatures in the upper 30s by the time we head to lunch. 42 for the high this afternoon. Clear overnight, Charlo 21. And then for Saturday, sunny with a high in the upper 40s to around 50. Will be breezy Sunday afternoon with a high in the mid-50s. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now mostly cloudy, 25 degrees. We have a north wind gusting to 24 miles per hour. That means if you're out this morning, it feels even chillier than 25 degrees. 734, Stephen Ted of the morning here. On 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. And Ted, uh, Dad and I were just chat, chatting a minute ago, and we have uh, we have some indications that there may be some people taking at least a three-day weekend, some folks not going to work today. I mean, I'm, I was just looking at my email traffic that I get every morning. I'm okay. checking my email. I get, a lot of it's professional. A lot of it's, you know, it's just email. And it's about, oh, maybe two-thirds of what it usually is. Really? And it's consistent every day. Hmm. So it's pretty consistent. And Jed says, what do you see on which way and and traffic volume out there, Jed? I'm just not seeing really, really heavy traffic like we usually see this time of morning. I, yeah. I I don't know that there's anything conclusive about just looking at it, but yeah. it just it doesn't look like there's as much traffic out there well, this morning. We call it anecdotal that we're looking at it right now, but it, it yeah. could be the three-day weekend. Maybe they're even taking a four-day and they'll go take a day off after the Super Bowl. 
<laughs> that could be too. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly has officially placed a Super Bowl bet with Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro ahead of that, uh, the big game this weekend. Governor Kelly announcing yesterday that she and Governor Shapiro are putting food on the line for their Super Bowl bet. If the Eagles win, Governor Kelly will send Governor Shapiro steaks from Creekstone Farms of Arkansas City mm-hmm. and chocolate-covered sunflower seeds from Sunflower Food Company in Overland Park. Creekstone Farms. Uh, is that good? I imagine it's great. That's one of the steaks. great businesses here in South yeah, Central Kansas. Sure is. And now if the Chiefs win, Governor Shapiro has promised to send Governor Kelly soft pretzels from Philly-style hand-twisted soft pretzel bakery, cheese steaks from Tony Luke's, and mini Eagles donuts from uh, Collegeville Italian Bakery. So the food is on the line. I think that's a win-win for whoever. Those both sound like, sound like ter- tasty, <laughs> tasty vittles. <laughs> tasty treats there. All right, we've got something coming up here in a few days, and that is Valentine's Day. And I thought I'd share this with you because uh, you know, a lot of couples make plans to have a special evening out at a dining or whatever. And What better way to say I love you than by purchasing a dessert costing a quarter of a million dollars? New York City restaurant... Serendipity 3 is selling the Diamond Frozen Hot Chocolate for $250,000 this Valentine's Day. Mm. The dessert will be covered in Austrian crystals, 23-carat edible gold, edible glitter, and even edible diamonds. The treat will also come with an 18K white gold ring featuring a pink heart-shaped diamond, a blue pear-shaped diamond, and a white diamond. So there's a lot of diamonds in this thing. The dessert will be available at the restaurant on February 14th. For a quarter mil. For a quarter mil. I guess you can eat some of those gold and diamonds, and now I guess you wait uh, uh, for a day or two and see say, if you can uh, find them later. You really want to eat something that's going to make its way through the journey uh, through you know, your innards? To be, and I, I'm not, uh, I don't know. The way I feel about money is if you can afford something like this, you are off you your You are too rocker. rich. You're too wealthy. you got yep. way too much money, and you need to give it all away. And uh, go and, and follow the Lord. That's what you need to do. <laughs> I'm with you. That's, that's crazy. Wow. All right, here's, here's more crazy, okay? Right. Indi- India's government-run Animal Welfare Department, India, has appealed to citizens to mark Valentine's Day this year, not as a celebration of romance, but as a cow hug day to better promote Hindu values. Okay. Devout Hindus who worship cows as mm-hmm. holy... Why do they care about St. Valentine's Day? That's a Christian thing. Wait a minute. Say the Western holiday right. goes against traditional Indian values. Oh. In recent right. years, Hindu hardliners have raided shops in Indian cities, burned cards and gifts, and chased hand-holding couples out of restaurants and parks. There you go. Saying that Valentine's Day promotes promiscuity. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> this coming from India, the most populous yeah. nation on earth. There's, who, I think there's a lot of promiscuity yeah. going on over there. People who don't know how to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. So have, have you thought about, even thought about hugging a cow, though? That's a big animal. They're kind of. Well, but they don't. Yeah. They're not huggable. They're not, well, they're not moving away from you. Yeah, they're they, easy to get up to them. And, they don't move too fast. Not really. <laughs> but. They got the end, you know, cow's rear end is kind of lumpy, you know. Yes. Not like well, a I'm horse. not hugging that end. No, I'm hugging, no, I'm up front. Get a front end. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they got those big nostrils and great big lips. I don't know. I don't think I want to hug a cow, but India, the people in India say that's good. Now, 
Let's talk about cartoon characters. Okay. This is getting better and better, isn't uh, it? Yeah, I love this. Dennis the Menace has been found. A statue of the comic strip character that was stolen from a park in Monterey, California last summer was found submerged in a nearby lake. Monterey County Sheriff Tina Nieto announced the recovery. Sheriff's divers found the three-foot-tall statue after Monterey police received an anonymous tip about its location. Dennis the Menace has a big connection to the area. His creator, the late Hank Ketchum, was a longtime resident of the county. The original park statue was stolen in 2006 and, and hasn't been found. Its replacement was stolen in August of 2022. So this is a replacement. Now, what's the connection? Dennis the Menace and his family, this is a cartoon, right. course, lived at 2251 Pine Street in Wichita, yeah. Kansas. Dennis the Menace of Wichita. He's a Wichita. Once again, a missed opportunity for us. We yeah, don't we, seem to embrace the fact yeah. that Dennis the Menace is from here. Is there a Dennis? There, the, should be a, there should be something here in town commemorating that, and there's nothing. Yeah, like a, maybe, maybe a 300-foot Dennis the Menace statue. Why don't we have a statue? Got a, got nope. A, got his uh, slingshot hanging mm-hmm. out of his back pocket yep. and his little, his little uh, dungarees. What did he wear? He, weared, uh, he wore uh, uh, little overalls. Overalls, yeah. A little striped shirt. Yeah. His hair sticking up and in, yeah. I've known a lot of guys who look like Dennis the Menace. Now, the, my question was, it was the, I think there was a debate, but did Hank Ketchum ever live here in Wichita, the cartoonist? That I don't know. I don't either. I mean, I'll, I'll take a look. We'll find out. But at least his character, Dennis the Menace. And uh, see, Dennis's uh, next-door neighbor was what, Mr. Mitchell? Mr. Wilson. Mr. Wilson. Constantly, Constantly. annoyed by Dennis's oh, antics. Yeah, yeah, Wilson was terribly annoyed by Dennis the Menace. But uh, no, Dennis the Menace from Wichita, Kansas. Yeah, you're right. We need to read that strip every Sunday morning growing up. You need a Dennis the Menace statue somewhere. Maybe, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we don't pay tribute to Dennis the Menace. Maybe a 300-foot tall slingshot. There you go. That could actually shoot like things. Big catapult out there. Big catapult out there. Maybe you could fire an automobile across the Arkansas River. (laughs) <laughs> that would be fun. Dennis Amendus from Wichita, Kansas. All right. All right. The big Super Bowl is coming up in uh, just a few minutes, Ted. We're going to have a preview with Mitch Holtus. Yeah, right? we're about a half hour away from our daily, our weekly Friday morning visit with Mitch Holtus. And boy, here we go catching Mitch two days before the Super Bowl. This will be fun. It will be. He's going to be in a great mood. He's super prepared. You know that. He may have some inside stuff to tell us. We've been the the, uh, radio connection for the Kansas City Chiefs for several years now. Mm -hmm. So you'll hear the game. If you can hear the game at 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Yeah, be sure to listen to Sunday. And we got Mitch in a half hour. Mitch Holt. It's always a treat. Hey, Steve, I've got... uh, What do you got? I've done some preliminary research on Hank Ketchum. I cannot find... A Wichita connection with the man at all. He was uh, he was born in Seattle, Washington. Okay, uh, spent a lot of time, but there, California, West Coast guy. Really, right. I don't see any. I don't see any connection what with you, Wichita. Are you looking at Wikipedia? Yeah. Okay. Because seriously, they get real good. Like say where he was grew, grew up and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. no connection except. Uh, I wonder if he was some more connection from Seattle and Boeing. Mm. Hmm. All right, Dennis the Menace. Statue. 741 now, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. And uh, coming up, we got the Wichita Business Journal update today. Yes. Stryker Sports Complex is attracting three big soccer tournaments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. 
Whatever Kansas weather deals us from one minute to the next, be prepared. Whether it's sun, snow, rain, or cold, when Kansas weather changes, go see Hatman Jacks for protection from the elements. Hatman Jacks at the clock tower in Delano. A morning rally disappeared on Wall Street. Stocks wiping out earlier gains and finishing lower as investors continue to weigh the latest batch of earnings reports. Disney stock losing ground today after popping in earlier trading. The entertainment giant reported better than expected quarterly results and at the same time said it would be slashing 7,000 jobs. In addition, activist investor Nelson Peltz said he's calling off his proxy fight and Tesla stock continues to ride higher and notched an eighth consecutive gain. Shares of the electric vehicle maker are up over 60% this year. The Dow winners sell Salesforce, United Health Group, and Walmart. The Dow decliners, Goldman Sachs, Home Depot, and Microsoft. The Dow falling 249 points. The Nasdaq down 121. S&P 500 falling 36. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. A shortage of pilots is limiting the number of flights that airlines can operate, which can cause problems during peak travel periods, obviously. The problem is most severe at small regional airlines, but it could spread to the major carriers. In response... Airlines have been in a hiring frenzy that is likely to continue for several years as the carriers replace pilots who reach the federal mandatory retirement age of 65. They are also creating new training programs for novices. And let's get a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. During the past decade, city and local economic development officials have highlighted the potential for investments in northeast Wichita's Stryker Sports Complex to bring in high-caliber events. Well, now with more than $23 million in facility improvements completed, that was aided by Star Bonds, the venue near K96 in Greenwich is set to host three national soccer championships this year alone. U.S. Youth Soccer's National President's Cup is set for the second week of July, with more than 2,000 people expected to come to town. And in the last month, Visit Wichita has announced that Stryker is going to host two major collegiate events, the National Junior College Athletic Association's Division I Men's and Women's Soccer Championships on the, in mid-November. And then the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics Men's Soccer Championship. And that'll be on the final day of November into December. The work that is now its main focus in Wichita helped generate more than 20% of overall sales for Bombardier in 2022. The Canadian manufacturer said in its fourth quarter earnings report released Thursday that aftermarket services for the year rose 22% to $1.5 billion. The company described that as a full-year peak for service work and credited the aftermarket growth for helping boost total sales by 14% to just under $7 billion in 2022. The uh, primary driver was aircraft deliveries, which ended the year at 123 and included the final three deliveries of the locally built Learjet early in 2022. And that bested previous guidance of 120 deliveries for the year and included 49 deliveries in the fourth quarter. And that's business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal with Steve and Ted. And Ted has an interesting story about the, the Stryker Complex. Um, that I, I, I've never really been out there, but I've seen it from the highway. But apparently that's quite a facility out there. Yep, it's, good, it's a good thing. It's a nice place. You talk, it's already hosted national tournaments. It has. And and but they're really getting into gear this year. So. The, uh, you've got this, – this is a – well, not – I mean, there's youth soccer, which brings whole families in and players and whatnot. But this is – these are college teams and so forth. And, uh, hey, 
bring people to town. They can stay in our hotels here and motels. Well, yeah, when you bring in uh, national tournaments from the junior college level and the college level, it means you're getting tons of people coming in here from out of town. That's right. So let's be on our best behavior, okay? Uh, and, they'll, of course, they're going uh, to dine in our restaurants and so forth. Yep. And stay in our hotels. Stay in our hotels. Dine in our restaurants and, and uh, get well, dollars here in the community. Probably a good many of them will get up early and listen to the Stephen Ted Show while they're in town. What do you think? Yeah. I'm sure that's going to happen. All right. And sure, some of them will be <laughs> flying in to so help the airport as well. You know, it's. Uh, I think a lot of people, many people would like to take a, a three-day weekend just to have, say, have an extra day off Monday. So they don't have to. We were talking earlier. We don't. We looks like there's a lot of people taking some time off today. Uh, as far as what Chad was looking at traffic flow, I was looking at email. But you know, that's a, not a bad idea. Take Monday off, you know, and uh, watch a football game. Maybe have a little partying going on Sunday night, and then the sun, and then uh, Monday morning you don't have to go to the old salt mines. Uh, you remember for years uh, we had uh, a receptionist, Kathy, mm-hmm. Kathy Bus, and she was she was a treat. She was a Always uh, had a smile on her face. Always doing her best to have a good time. Massive football fan. She loved the Super Bowl. And she, every year, like clockwork, she took that day off. I just remember that. We never saw her on the Monday. On Monday after? After Super Bowl. We'd see her. Well, it means she had a good time on Sunday. That's right. She'd come in on Tuesday and be just just fine. But that uh, Monday after Super Bowl, she took that day off. I don't don't blame her. That was a good plan. Today is National Umbrella Day. Honoring one of the world's most useful inventions. Well, yeah, it serves a purpose. And Not only does the umbrella help keep us dry from the rain, but it also protects us from the heat of the sun. Well, we call it a parasol there. You can also use an umbrella as a fashion accessory. While the umbrella is primary, primarily practical, they also decorate cocktails. These brightly colored paper umbrellas make fun party favors, especially when visiting sunny locations. When's the last time you had a cocktail with a with a little umbrella in it, Ted. I it's been re- a while. I probably I don't remember one, but anyway, umbrellas. I, you know, and most people I don't you know I don't carry one around with me when the when the but it didn't rain that much. But uh, yeah, they're very useful. I I think about that. My my wife and I several several years ago we went to Texas. My sister in law had passed, and we went down there for the funeral. And it was right at around the time in uh, when they were having a, a uh, hurricane. And it just rained like crazy all the way down there, all the way back. And while we were there, and we we took Mary's, uh, you know, we went to the cemetery and and took her coffin out there. And and I was a pallbearer. And even with the we we went to a, I don't think we went to Walgreens or someplace and bought about three three umbrellas <laughs> because we had a, we had four people with us. And and uh, that's I don't know where they went, but the umbrella can be quite handy. Well, it serves its purpose. And they. I had a friend who who called it uh, the bumper shoot. I guess that was what that the, was a that would be a British a British. Yeah, how's your bumper incarnation? Shoot today? Yeah, the umbrella. All right, uh, and I don't think it's basically changed for at least a century. No, it's just there. Yeah, there it is. The umbrella. Well, that's an untapped market. We can make smart umbrellas now. Smart umbrellas. How would how would <laughs> what would that how would that work then? Uh, you have to open them from your computer then, or what? Well, maybe your your, your smartphone. Oh, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Little button on your smartphone that opens your umbrella for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be helpful. All right. Thank thank you guys. Coming up, we got to coming up in the eight o'clock hour. Stay with Steve and Ted. Got a lot planned for you this morning. We got new information about the Chinese spy balloon that may have parts that are made by Western companies.
Ted's got sports coming up. Big day in sports. Yep, we're about 15 minutes away from our live weekly visit with Mitch Holtus, the play-by-play voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, just two days out from the Super Bowl. We have Mitch in 15 minutes. Plus, entertainment news is on the way. Yeah, we'll get, we, I've, we've got some very strong audio today on entertainment news in the blur. You're going to want to be here for that. That's at 8.35 this morning. And traffic and weekend weather in the 8 o'clock hour with Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS.